Black Arts Moon Podcast coming back at you. Me, Fletcher, joining me as always. Me. Dead Eye Whitehead once again. Yep. What are we doing this time, Whitehead, even though we kind of told everyone the hey, last I one we're doing? I think everyone can guess if they're keeping up with the with our uploads. Um, Army of motherfucking darkness. Oh, yeah. We, well, I don't know what version you watched. Uh, I actually only watched that first 4K disc, so I watched the theatrical. Okay. I, watched, I have f- three other versions to go through. I watched the director's cut. Which I've seen that one, though. The official bootleg, which when I was when I was younger, when Randy's mom was still alive, my grandmother, I remember being at her house one day and I caught like the last 30 minutes of this movie. And right. At this point, like, I already knew about Evil Dead 1 and 2, but for some reason I didn't realize there was a third one. I guess no one well, it's not called Evil Dead Three. In yeah, all fairness. yeah. I just didn't know, and I watched the, the like I said, the, the last like thirty or twenty minutes of the movie, and I was like, "What the fuck?" I was like, "They made another one of these," and I was like, "Grandma, like," because I just walked into the living room, the TV was on, right, and I was like, "Who was watching this?" And no one, no, neither grandparent would admit to watching it. So I was like, "What the fuck?" Like I'm the only other one here. But anyway, I sat down and finished it, and I was like, "Oh, that's crazy." I'm gonna have to. Catch this again sometime, right? Um, back in the TV Guide days, like I looked through the t- her TV Guide and I was like, well, "Fuck, it's you know, coming on again next Thursday, yeah, eight thirty p.m." Like, won't be here. Yeah, we don't have this channel at home. Or something. Ah, the old days. And uh, then eventually, when I I got this copy of the DVD, uh, several years after that, and I watched it, and I was like, "Okay, you know, I I, did, I only saw the last twenty minutes." That last, tw- the last, I don't know, the endings weren't the same, and I was so confused. confused. And then I was like, oh, wait, this is the director's cut. And I was like, this is very far removed uh, from how the original from, yeah, ends. from the original ending. But, but I, but I want to say in the, because I listened to the commentary of this one, I want to say they, they refer to, like, Raimi refers to this one as the original ending. It is. Ending. Yeah, because yeah, Where they, he takes too much of the juice, that's the original ending. Yeah, and then they made him change it. And yeah. then cut a bunch of, uh, I forget how long, they said it was like eight, 18 to 30 more minutes. Might just be like 18 more minutes of footage. Yeah, I'd have to go back and there's a website called Movie Something where I used to use it to see what the difference was sometimes. Because sometimes, you know, like it used to be something would come out on DVD and there would automatically be an unrated version. But it might be like literally five to seven seconds of extra blood or something. Yeah. And it's like, was it really worth going to get that? But then sometimes it was worth waiting for, because um, sometimes I would just wait for the two disc of shit, like Man on Fire, I waited for the two disc of that, just because yeah. I want all them special features. Yeah. Well, in this one, they were saying, um, which, I mean, they said it, but I kind of just figured, uh, they were like, yeah, we you know left all the shit that got cut, He's like, so if you notice a difference in quality, that's why. Because it's like a work print version or whatever? Yeah, so like um, some of the scenes they mentioned earlier on, I was like, well, those still look, those are still the same quality of the film. But whenever he's in the lighthouse, or when he's in the windmill, yeah. and spends the night in the windmill, at least the co- the version I have, there's a very severe drop in quality. And they, of course, you know, brought it up again and. I was like, well, you know, that makes sense, you know, like you said, a work print. Also, too, uh, I want to point out, he does, Ramey does, before I forget it, because I was noticing it, just sitting there watching it myself, uh, Tuesday night I watched this one, um, he rehashes the first movie again 
with uh, all and new footage, which I think is very nice. Yeah. The, I, I like that he did that again because it's really just a two-minute condensed version of the first movie again. But he didn't reuse the footage from the second, from Evil Dead 2, because it's... Uh, I know I didn't really notice that until I was watching it, but it's uh, fucking um, Bridget Fonda's Linda, his girlfriend, and that. Yeah. And I was like, oh, shit, from Jackie Brown? And uh, um, what was that movie she did? La Femme Nikita or whatever? And they made a TV show on USA years oh, later. Oh, yeah, yeah, I remember. Or, you know, it was called Point of No Return, but it's the same thing, because, whatever. Sorry, tangent. But I, I noticed he just, I thought it was interesting that he was like, I'm going to redo the, I'm going to redo the redo footage from the second one that's the condensed version of the first movie without uh, Scott and the other two. It's just him and the girlfriend again. Yeah. I just thought that was neat that he reshot it just five years later after Evil Dead 2. So I like that Raimi's giving you... He's like, let me catch you up real quick. And apparently, uh, one thing they they kept going from the previous movie, the the little scars he had, mm-hmm. like there's one like right on like across his lips here, and then there's like the ones on his face. Apparently, they wanted to keep so consistent with that, and to cut down on like the makeup time, mm-hmm. they had like essentially a stencil that they could put over his face. That had where they exactly were marked. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, because I guess they just they wanted to just speed up the makeup time of and also instead of trying to remember exactly where the little cuts and shit are, and have to go back and look at dailies too. Yeah, like they yeah they were like fuck that. Let's just put a fucking you know do it do it once and we'll put a little thing a screen on his face and we'll just cut it out later. Uh, But yeah, I thought that was kind of neat. And apparently he also like gashed his fucking face. At one point, towards like filming like the battle scenes, and he had to go to the hospital. He he went to the hospital, then came back, and they kept shooting. Fuck yeah! But they were worried, like, oh, you know, they might notice it. And then they're like, hell no, he's already scratched up enough. They they were like, Bruce was like, yeah, they couldn't tell which one was a fucking the fresh one and which one was fake. Yeah, also tell him in battle, thankfully. Because I guess he went. Because I guess when he went to the hospital, he still had the other scars on him, and the doctor was like. Asking him which one, like, he's like, none of these are bleeding. And he's like, well, no, it's this one, man. Like, yeah, like they're trying to sew up a fucking makeup. Yeah, they're just like, wait, what the fuck? And I guess he had to explain, like, you know, I'm a, I'm a fucking actor. Like, we're middle of filming, and we just, you know, something. I need to get stitched up real quick. Now that that 4K disc set I bought of this, it has like the original version. Which you have over here, the unrated director's cut. It might not be called the, uh, what's yours called again? Mine's called, uh, well, shit. Pull, pull it off there. I can't remember if it's Ash versus the e- versus oh, Army of Darkness. Oh, oh, oh. Top shelf. Go right. Yeah, that brown one. You've got the Bruce Campbell versus Army of Darkness, the director's cut, official bootleg edition. Yeah. And, uh. I don't know if it's called that edition or if it's the same cut, but, uh, shit, actually, fuck, I have to go look at the pictures. Because there's an international version, too, which I've never seen, that's different than the director's cut, apparently. Yeah, I guess I've only ever seen that in the the last bits of probably the theatrical cut that they put on TV. Okay, mine came with theatrical cut 4K. That's the only one that's in 4K. Then I got, okay, theatrical cut Blu-ray... 
three is the director's cut Blu-ray, which I'm assuming is the same thing that you have. Yeah. And then the fourth one is the international cut Blu-ray. Yeah, they they, they talked about the differences in the, in the, that one, but I can't think of what the fuck it was. And I'm seeing if there's any difference in runtime. I know there was like a sex scene between him and uh oh that chick he fell in love with in and the, yeah and and the, the uh, ye old and winch uh yeah there's like a very tame silhouetted sex scene but that I, I don't know if that like what version that got cut out of I'm pretty sure something very similar was in the third or the theatrical cut. Maybe it was the international one they cut it out. Maybe they had a sexier one in the international. I could see them doing that for the European market. Some uh, some boobies or something. Well, yeah, you don't really see anything because it's just silhouettes of, like, like here up. Because I just watched it. I remember them kissing, but it was just, like, all close-ups. Like, they were clearly doing it, but it was just, like, uh, uh, her face, his face. Yeah. Kind of thing, and, like, it was nighttime or whatever. Uh, I will say, I want to point out, this is the funniest fucking one of... <laughs> Yeah, th- this one is very goofy. And he is a full ash baby. Like, uh, calling witches she-bitches. But also, too, more importantly, when he kills that witch, he does, like, a karate Bruce Lee like, <sighs> thing at the end. Yeah. yeah, he shoots her, not, like, puts a barrel behind him and shoots her without looking. <laughs> and then does, like, a Bruce Lee, like... Coming like, into stance, like he just got done coming his pants because he just knew he did he did the most badass thing anyone's ever seen. At least then. Oh yeah, well fuck, he had a boomstick. Yeah, and uh, everyone was like, "Oh shit." Yep, he's uh, he's in King Arthur's uh, clutches in this movie. He's hang he's hanging out in his castle. Was it King Arthur? I. I think so. I'm pretty sure they said it was King Arthur. And then the uh the redheaded guy that he's captured with in the beginning, I yeah, think it they is. said he's Henry the Red. Yeah, it was Henry the Red and King Arthur. Yeah. I always forget because they don't ever have the round table. Oh yeah, and then like all the other like where like Lancelot's not in the fucking movie. Or, yeah, like all the King Arthur movies. Darwin's men. not in the movie, yeah. I forget that it is Arthur, but they absolutely do nothing with the King Arthur lore, really, other than just to have him there. Because I thought they had said that, and I was like, well, where's Lancelot and, like, Genevieve and all that? Yeah. Uh, I actually like some King Arthur. But, um, yeah, uh, this one, the funniest fucking one. Um, I will say this. You don't really notice it until you think about it. Not as many deadites in this one. No. There's like some wing winged ones that get killed. A couple real in that quick. in that moat they toss them into, or that hole that's a yeah. moat with closing walls in it. Yeah, spiked closing walls. I always wanted to know how they engineered that back then. Ah, man, I don't fucking know. Um, and then of course the witch was one that uh, just shows up after he is. Um, I think I think that was just somebody in. One of the people that live there just got turned. Oh, yeah, I just called her a witch. Um, yeah. Because that's when he's getting fed grapes and shit, and they're like, everyone's like, he, this guy's the shit. Yeah, this guy he, just killed, like, a couple deadites. We love him. And he has what he calls a boomstick. And uh, I'm, I'm glad that uh, the Delta 88 got used to later on. 
Yeah, because you get to see it crash down, and apparently, uh, I guess he Raimi loves using that Delta in other movies. It's one of their cars, actually. That it, in the first one, it's hit. Well, it's Raimi's car, but apparently they've had to fix it up. Like, I think that I think the number fifty eight or more got thrown out of how many times they've had to like rig Repair. that car back up. Yeah, so they could use it for a film or something. He, he likes to tuck it in into movies. Yeah, he uses it. It's a uh, Uncle Ben's car in the first Spider Man. I do know that. Yeah, um, which I mean, it's a Sam Raimi movie. Um, I will say, he, Ash does have that really badass, uh, almost guts looking hand, or maybe guts took it from him. I don't know. Uh, in this one, he yeah. does some really great uh, mechanical work in the yield times. Yeah, and it's kind of, kind of. How do you know how to do that? I always just took it. Well, Ash does work in a hardware department of S Mart, and he does like letting everyone know he works at S Mart in this one. Yeah, but like, I mean, yeah, he had a blacksmith there to help him and chemistry books because they even joked in the fucking commentary of like, why the fuck would he have these this this chemistry book and a steam power engine uh, manual in his in in the fucking backs or in the trunk i call it good writing <laughs> and i want to say there's like a two liter of coke there is there's a fucking two liter of coke back there yeah like uh, which god imagine if you gave someone from like a 1200 some coca-cola one that's like basically giving them drugs yeah they are gonna follow you to the ends of the earth for more more of the delicious cola give me that am- that brown ambrosia oh dude it, you could probably tell people like it's a it's a elixir. Yeah, magic potion. Oh, dude, I bet Coke would be so fucking wild back then. Actually, they'd probably get a little sick, too, from all the, just the little bit. If you gave them just one, all the sugar, oh, I bet they'd throw it up. Probably so. Then they'd learn to chug it down. Yeah. You'd have to build a tolerance up to it. <laughs> uh, but, yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to. Th- I'm trying to think of some other good part to this movie. All the teeny ashes are funny to me. Yeah, that that whole segment is just fucking insane. And uh, when he gets an eye on his shoulder, and then evil ash pops off of him. Yeah, he just fucking splits into two people. I mean, I always thought it was cool. Uh, yeah, it's just fucking insane. Oh, and uh, also to uh, in good old Ash fashion, or I guess in Evil Dead fashion. He fucks up by forgetting the words when he has to go get uh, the book. Yeah, and he's too proud to... Admit that he was wrong. Yeah. I said him more or less. Like, he was, like, trying to, like, slink that in, like, more or less. Yeah. But, yeah, the the effects of that part were really cool. Whenever, like, he gets sucked into the book and then comes back out. Oh, and his face is all long. His face is all long. Yeah, it was cool that there was other Necronomicons. Yeah. He, uh, Which mean, I always wondered why he didn't just grab all three of them. That's what I would have done. Because he was like, oh shit, which one's the right book? Because he, he'd done known. He'd, he already knew in his head he fucked up the words. Oh, yeah. Or he, he'd forgotten them. Because it'd been like a day since he'd been told them or a few hours or whatever. I which, guess it'd be like a, about a day. I would have at least asked for some... Like, they had paper. Write it down. Write it down for me. Or let me write it down. Because I might spell... he. I might en- still enunciate them wrong based on how that guy would spell them. Yeah. I would be like, I need to use my Ash that works in uh, S-Mart hardware department. Uh, 
even if I'm spelling it wrong, as long as I enunciate it right. Yeah. But yeah, that that could have easily solved the problem, but it didn't. Um, but yeah, the commentary was talking about whenever he's got the really long face. Yeah, he was like he said it was like three. It was a long face, medium face. Yeah, it takes then, a minute to get and back. Then just a little bit. But uh, he was talking about how they had to just drill a hole in the bottom of it. And he was like, "Yeah, I had liquid lunches for <laughs> for a while uh, when we were filming that shit." And I just, it's a cool effect. Yeah, that would be really lame, though. I mean, dude, you think about, like, uh, okay, like, I know, like, Christian Bale had said for, like, the way they did his Batman suit in all those movies, it took two hours to get it off. Jesus. So uh, I think when Ben Affleck and even the Robert Pattinson Twilight guy did it, he's like, just make sure that they rig it up to where you can go use the bathroom. Because mm. uh, he was like, even to take a piss, he was like, I'd have to hold it sometimes for hours. And he was like, and then, you know, if there's another problem, that's even messier situation. Because it took a couple people to get him out of it, too. Jesus, yeah, that would not be a fun time. Like, um, yeah, I would be like, we need to just figure out a way to Catherine. screw the underwear part. No, I don't want Catherine. Fuck that. Like, the underwear part needs to be taken out by drills real quick in case I had Mexican for lunch or something. Yeah. But uh, thankfully, Ash is just cool and has just regular clothes on most of the time. Except he does get that cool, uh, like, little, uh, not a blanket, but the thing she made for him. Oh, yeah. Um, I mean, it basically was a blanket, but he wore it like a, uh, like, what's the word I'm searching for? It's like a cloak. A cloak, if you will. Or He had it, He looked very, uh, I like this very medieval Ash look. Because it did look cool with the hand. Yeah, and he did have that old style shirt that kind of like, at the flap that buttoned to the side. Yeah. Um, he's, uh, I, I know they said he hated that fucking cloak. And apparently they had to like put so many fucking pins in it just to stay right. Well, because he's riding the horse and shit. Yeah, and apparently like he got made fun of for riding the horse because uh, it... Uh, Bucked him? Uh, no, nah, he just was not good at riding the horse. I thought he did... He looked good on Like, he looked like oh, he knew how to he, ride. He was saying he, he... It was just like... I forget what he said the the horse people referred to it as or the choreographers but uh apparently they just made fun of him because he couldn't figure out how to ride the fucking horse right or he could like he kept like bouncing in the saddle he couldn't like yeah, the, set. i can't remember you're supposed to do something with a saddle when you're riding. you have to like bounce with the horse yeah and he was saying that um they like it got to the point where they were like calling him names <laughs> Or they'd come up with a little a nickname for him, but they were saying that cloak was this. They added that to fucking cover up the fact that he couldn't stay, keep his ass in the seat. Oh, really? Like, like that, that's just what he said. He might have just been goofing. Um, but yeah, apparently he he hated the horses. I thought I, I wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't have even noticed. Yeah, and oddly enough, uh, I've been watching a lot of horses lately. What? I, I I binged all that show Yellowstone. Oh, because uh, everyone been telling me to watch it for years, and I was just like, ho- I've been watching a lot of horses. Yeah, and uh, a lot of Montananus. Mm. But um, but yeah, he he apparently was also like really amazed at other the, the other actors who could ride the horses. Yeah, I mean, he was like, who who to thank that? He was like, you know, back in the 
you know, like 60s and 70s when they're still filming a lot of uh, Westerns. Westerns and shit. He was like, that was just a thing. Like, if you're going to be an actor, you're going to need to learn how to ride a horse. And he's like, Take some horse riding and he's like, And he's like, I'm not that type of fucking actor. And he, he kept, like, complimenting the other actors on their horses. horse riding ship. And uh was just sending a little jelly. Hey, I mean, again, I wouldn't have guessed anything different. But again, though, too, I'm sure... There's like, uh, you ever see that shit on YouTube where it's like the world's best professional fencer rates like fencing scenes in movies or, or shit like, uh, I'm sure there's an equestrian version of that. Oh yeah. I'm fucking sure. Which, uh, shit. Y'all know this. Me and Whitehead are all about some horsies. We got horse movies out the yin yang. Mask of Zorro, uh, fucking Indiana Jones. Mr. Uh, Hands. In the, in the Last Crusade. What, what's Mr. Hands? Oh, that's a guy who uh, f- got caught fucking horses. Oh, so it's not a movie, but. No. I spent movies they about fil- horse They rat. filmed some of it, though, apparently. Wait. Uh, what? Explain. And we'll get back to All Army right. of Darkness. Fletcher, and then everyone listening, go look up Mr. Hands. It's real weird. It's a, is this a real movie? No, this is a this is a crime that happened. Oh, okay, you're talking about like a snuff horse fucking film, right? I mean, there was no snuff about it. No one died. He just oh, well. he just got caught fucking horses, and he was filming it. <laughs> I forget where they said because it's it's referred to as the Mister Hands incident or like the Pulaski or P, whatever the county name. Is it starts with a P? Okay, like Palsec- the Palseco County horse abuse incident. If they talked about this on last podcast on the left, uh, maybe it's. I mean, it's not anything crazy, so probably not. Okay, well, it sounds crazy just by the. Uh... Nah, it's just that dude that was fucking horses. <laughs> not getting fucked by. It the wasn't horses. just him though. It was like other dudes too. They're all fucking horses, not getting fucked by horses. It might have been a little bit of both. Okay, because because uh, there's also that one guy who uh, died from it. That's what I, I would say. I want to say I remember hearing something years and years and years ago about someone dude getting fucked by a horse and dying, or a woman getting fucked by a horse and dying too, possibly. Yeah, I'm pretty sure Mr. Hands didn't die. He might have though. I could be wrong. He should die. Um, um, also, yeah. let's two. Let's get back to Army of Darkness. Yeah, but uh, enough horse fucking. Sorry. Well, you can join us on our new podcast. The Equestrian Hour, where we talk all horse and all horse things related. Yeah. The good, the bad, and the ugly. Yeah. My favorite horse is a Bronco. What about yours, Matt? No. Um, I'm joking. I don't know. All horses are sexy. I mean, <laughs> cool. <laughs> uh, back to Army of Darkness, y'all. Um, so, I'm going to address the skeleton in the room. Uh, all the skeletons? All the skeletons in this movie are, are hilarious. Are fucking great. They are. I love them. There's a there's a shot, and this is what I remember the most about seeing it the first time. When they break down the castle door, and they do like a close-up of just a bunch of them running through. <laughs> like, that shit was just funny to me for some reason. Yeah, it's like some Ray Harryhausen shit. Well, and they do make like a bunch of jokes and shit, because the ones like playing the music when they're marching in... Yeah, he's got little drums. He's got little drums. One of them had little flutes and shit. Yeah, little bone flutes. Little bone flutes. Like, uh, they leaned into the silly, but it fucking worked. Oh, yeah, dude. Those skeletons were so good. And then Evil Ash sitting up on the hill watching it. 
watching them get fucked up and him just grimacing and shit, getting mad that his his skeleton people are dying. Which I want to look something up. Uh, I was surprised to find out who that was. Fuck, hang on, fuck this website. Who? Uh, I want to make sure I'm getting the name right. Because uh, I was shocked. Like, utterly. Because he's not, like, a, not an unknown actor, but I know some of his Who work. Is he, who's he playing, though? I, I'm confused. That, that's what I'm trying to make sure. Where the fuck is he? Oh, God damn it! Shit. Ah, I'm losing... You're losing it. I'm losing everything. You're losing the audience. I'm sorry, y'all. Uh, load fucking IMDb. Damn it. I'm going fucking full Bill O'Reilly. I'll do it fucking live. Fuck it. Fuck it. Uh, yeah, I'm Bill O'Reilly. Uh, I didn't kill that hooker. Man. Okay. Uh, it, the one you're talking about, I always assumed was Evil Ash, and I, maybe it is. It's just called Dead Eye Captain with the fucking... When it, you know, he's... You're talking about the guy leading the army? Yeah, Evil Ash. His credit is Deadite Captain. Because, like, I had the subtitles and they kept saying Deadite Captain. And I was like, was that not who he just buried, his dead version? But whatever. That's neither here nor there. Uh, that is Bill Mosley. And you're like, all right, I don't know that name. Do you remember um, fucking um, House of a Thousand Corpses? Yeah. And, uh... Damn it, Devil's Rejects. Mm-hmm. He's um, not Spalding and not the chick, that guy. Oh, the other one? Yeah, the other one. I can't remember his name off the top of my head. I know, I know which one you're talking about, though. Yeah. He's also in that Repo Genetic Opera movie, too. He plays Evil Ash? Or, yeah, that Dead-Eye Captain or whatever they call it, or he's credited as. Huh. But I had no fucking clue I just that assumed, was him. I just assumed that was Bruce. No, that that's Bill Mosley, and I was just like, oh, okay, Otis. Yeah. From uh, sorry, I cannot remember his name for the life of me, but I was shocked that that was him. Yeah, because I figured like the scenes of him sitting on the horse watching the battle. I just assumed that was Bruce Campbell. All Bill Mosley. But then like the scenes of them fighting afterwards on the castle ramparts. I figured that I mean that that wasn't fucking you know split screen. That's just, just another actor. Just I was just shocked that that's Bill Mosley. Huh? Because I did not know that. I did not either. That's and I've seen him in other stuff because he's one of those dudes. Usually when you see him and shit, he doesn't look like Otis because he, he doesn't usually have a beard. That's like really his beard and those. Yeah. He looks like he's a whole different guy huh. with his haircut and no beard. But uh, I was shocked that that was Otis because Otis sounds completely different. He's a good actor, I guess is what I'm getting at. Yeah. Well, he also had a fuck, fuck ton, ton of makeup, makeup on because Ash shoots the evil Ash in the face, face that spawned off of him and then cuts him up into little bits. So he's pretty pretty gnarly. His jaws all fucked up during that fight. Remember, he couldn't say something. He was just getting fucking. Oh, mad. He's, he's trying to say Sally Forth, Sh- and then he gets mad. Sally Forth. But yeah, the fucking the army was fucking hilarious in this. Yeah, uh, and say in the commentary they were talking about how they filmed it. Uh, it was so fun. Yeah, like okay, uh, in the foreground, uh, they had a trench dug where they could have people down below puppeting the skeletons and then they had uh like a i don't know they just filmed it from the side so they'd have like puppet skeletons 
in the trench up close. They'd have some more puppets in the next line. And then f- the further back they went, the less detailed they were. And then eventually it's just people wearing uh, skeleton, skeleton outfits. outfits and which shit. I thought was cool. Yeah. And it worked, you know, because them marching in. Of course, you could, you know, get a side profile of all the goofy skeletons. Also, too, I just thought it was cool that uh, Ash helped them uh, set up their defense really well. Yep, and they with built, explosive arrows. Yeah, they made explosive arrows. Taught, I guess, taught them gunpowder. Yeah. Uh, also, rigged up the Delta into a spinning death machine, windmill type thing, like a mobile windmill turret. Yeah, which was pretty badass. Oh, and also too, he taught them. Uh, was that emperors fighting or whatever from China? Fighting with a quarterstaff. Yeah, but he taught them like. Remember, they started doing like kung fu type shit. I just, I mean, I wouldn't attribute that to. I thought that was that fighting style with the, what's that martial arts weapon that's like it's a really long stick with a knife at the end, uh, and nagi- they can kind of bend. Uh, Naginata. Yeah, I thought that that's what he had taught them to do somehow. No, nah, I mean that's just basics to use a spear or quarterstaff or whatever. He fucked them skeletons up because they did not expect whatever he had taught them or. Oh, yeah, I just assumed he just taught everyone how to fight with a fucking spear, effectively. Yeah, he had them all lined up or whatever. Yeah. Ash Ash helped out. Yeah. Ash is also a little bit of a coward in this movie sometimes. It's true. Yeah, I don't know. But he just wanted to get back to his time. Towards the end of it, Raimi was like straight up saying, I, I don't like Ash at this point. Oh, in the commentary? Yeah. Saying how he... Like, at the end, when he's all badass, um, he was like, yeah, that's cool and all, but he was like, because there's, there's scenes of him being a coward in the movie, and in the, uh, the previous movies, too, and he was like, I like that Ash. He's like, that, that Ash that's, like, questioning himself and is not sure of himself. Still does some badass shit, but is always, you know, always you know, self-centered and just thinking of him, which we get a lot of that in the in the TV show. Yeah. Uh, but he, he said, like, I guess just the way they wrote it, they, towards the end, he's just too badass for Sam, for Raimi's, or Sam's liking. Hmm. And Bruce didn't really, I don't know. Fuzz Bruce came about, it's fuck, no, it's fucking awesome that I'm awesome, Sam. Yeah, fuck think, you. Yeah, pretty much. Um, I make this character baby, not you. Yeah, I just thought it was weird that uh, the way he was, like, talking about how much he just doesn't like Ash's character towards the end of the movie. I was like, oh, that's weird. Because you wrote it. Yeah, you wrote it. You could have fixed it, uh, but you didn't. After, he gives a reason why he didn't. I can't remember what it was. Um, well, if anything, I feel like Ash has a right to be a little pissed off at this point in the story. Because you got to realize from his perspective, this has been like two days. He's in the past all of a sudden. Then however long he's in the past. I would say he has been in the past like week. A week or two, maybe. Two, yeah. Maybe less than two weeks. I mean, he's had a rough, let's just say overall of the trilogy, two weeks time period, roughly. Yeah, I could give it that. Because, yeah, because the, yeah, the first movie, it's day to night. Second one, day to night again, but yeah. just no friends around and no sister. Although they... Bring the sister up, too, in the show now. I'm thinking about it. Yeah. And the girlfriend, too. Right? They bring both up in the show, I, right? I want to say he, they 
when, whenever they're he, I guess what it, was it? I guess the third season where he goes back to his hometown, or was that the second season? Maybe it's whenever the dad gets introduced because I want to say the dad says something about you let your sister get killed. Yeah, because I want to say whenever they're talking and make like people are talking shit to him about him being ashy slashy, killed all of his friends. Yeah, people, I guess in the TV universe or the TV show universe, he did kill all of his friends and his sister and his girlfriend. Or is he just getting blamed for that with the deadites? Oh yeah, I mean yeah yeah. I mean he didn't. I mean he, yeah. I, I, he killed the deadite versions of them. Yeah. But everyone else is just like, oh no, you're he, a psychopath. He, yeah, you killed everybody and got away with it, asshole. Because once they bring the girlfriend back up later, because uh, in the show, you know, as we all know, Ash has stayed a uh, old uh, playing granddaddy, playing the field, never settled down. Yeah. Although he does have a kid. Yep. Right, he has a daughter, right? Shit. I think we talked about this last time. We did. We brought we, this up. Now uh, I'm I'm doubting myself, but I was pretty sure. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it is. Cause, oh, yeah, because he remembers uh, fucking her, her mom in like the early 2000s at some steakhouse or bar or something. But he has like a little handlebar. Jesus. And uh, I think he she's holding his, his rosewood hand or something. God. I just remember him being like, ah, or he fucks her in a bathroom stall or something. Yeah, it sounds right. Uh, and totally sounds like Ash. Yeah. Because, like, uh, I know at this, like, I think it's after he, he's he's brought the book back and pretty much let them know that he fucked it up and has basically doomed a bunch of people to die. Like, you fucked us, man. Uh, and then the chick is like, are you just going to leave? And he's like, uh, yeah, I'll, yeah, baby, uh, I'll see you later. Yeah, and it's like, like motherfucker, you're going like into the future. Like, come the fuck on, man. Yeah, he does. He. But then again, I mean, I'd have been like, bitch, I fucked you. You're a medieval peasant. Eat a dick. Actually, you know what? I wouldn't have fucked her because I bet they all smelled horrible. They did. Also, too, you wouldn't want to have no little ashy running in the past. Yeah, you don't. Want to be, you don't want to become your own grandpa. Or, yeah, you don't want to fuck up the timeline or whatever. Yeah. Uh, well, I guess we should talk about both endings of this movie real quick. Yes. Um, sorry, we've gone, we're at 34 minutes. I'm like, man, we've gone through horse fucking. We're doing a good job, though. We've got- I'm not, let's 30 more minutes of horse fucking. <laughs> All right, which ending do you want to talk about first? Um, so about the, uh, I guess, the theatrical cut ending. Okay. Because that is a cooler ending, I think. Yeah, in a sense. Just more, I mean, it's action. You know, it's just. So, which, that is funny, too. I, I kind of took note of it watching it, because I'd seen both endings, too. But uh, at least in the, the version I watched on that first disc, they don't even, like, show him laying down or anything. He just, it suddenly cuts to, he's back in the S-Mart, and he's like, yeah, I could have stayed in the past and would have been ruled, but... Wouldn't be right. And I, he's actually talking to Ted Ramey at the S-Bar, and he's like, uh-huh, all right. <laughs> he's like, anyways, man. Like, it's just something about the store. And then some woman becomes a deadite, and he's right over there near the hunting goods department of S-Mart, and he just grabs a fucking lever-action rifle and starts going fucking nuts. He's also telling a woman, to uh, the story, if I remember correctly. But it basically just ends with him fucking up that deadite just with the gun, he doesn't dismember her, but he somehow kills her. And then he says, hail to the king, baby, and just grabs some chick 
that was right there uh, near him when he was telling the story. Give me and some sugar, kisses baby. Her. What? Give me some sugar, baby. Oh yeah, give me some sugar, baby. Hail yeah. to the king. Hail to the king. Which that is in a sense right the more badass Ash ending, if you will. Yeah, which leads into the TV show. Yeah, it's like I think me and you were talking about that. What uh, last time we did uh, both the other Evil Dead's? They were like, well, I guess they had to use that ending for the TV show because he's back in same town with the S-Mart and still working at the S-Mart with uh, yeah. Pablo and Kelly. Um, but I'll go ahead and let you do the other ending. The other ending, which is the one I knew for such a long time, uh, and the, it's the more depressing ending. But cool in its own right, too. Cool in its own right. Um, and like I said, Ramey and I guess all of them consider this the original ending to them, which buries the series. Unless they, I mean, they could have done more with the ending, I guess. Oh, yeah. I mean, they always could, but um, like when Bruce fumbles the words and doesn't, like, realizes, doesn't realize how important it is, so he doesn't pay attention to when he's getting told the words. Well, the old man, uh, the Merlin-esque character, gives him this potion and is like, okay, take... I think it's six drops. And you should wake up in your time. And you'll wake up in your time. Bruce takes five. And then here's uh, here's the rock. Okay, well, okay, they, they find a cave. They push the Delta into it. And they have him go into it. And then they blow the cave entrance <laughs> to seal it off. And he's sitting there in the Delta about to lay down in the back seat. And he does the five drops, and he hears a rock settle, and he thinks it might be something. And he looks, and then he drops it again and says five, and then six. Yeah, he takes, like I guess, two extra drops. Or he, t- he takes one. Yeah. And uh, then eventually it shows t- uh, really kind of it's kind of trippy sequence of the times time moving forward. and Yeah, because I didn't watch this one. You got to... Yeah, because you see ice sickles like forming and melting. Like plants. just him in the Delta going through. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like him in the Delta. Then they're just like flashing all these like crazy like nature like time His beard grows, doesn't it? Over him. If I'm remembering correctly, yeah, he gets a big ass beard and gets long hair and he's covered in fucking cobwebs. When he wakes up and he digs himself out of the the collapsed cave entrance, and I guess he's supposed to be in England. Yeah, because Big Ben's... Yeah, and when he comes out, there's just a bunch of trash everywhere. Then he sees, I guess, London and Big Ben, and it's just, everything's fucked up. Like, Big Ben's laying on its side. There's built collapsed buildings everywhere. Like, nothing's standing. I slept too long. And he's he's like, God damn it, I slept too long. And then they end it. Yeah. And it was like, holy... Directed by Sam Raimi. Like, holy shit, like... He got a bum. Ra- I got a bum ass ending. Yeah, but he should have paid attention. It's Ash's one fault is he fl- doesn't pay attention. He's a flawed character. Yeah, I mean most characters are. But yeah, God, when Ash is supposed to really pay attention, he's like, huh? Like, it's- <laughs> but it it lines up with the TV show too. Uh, yeah. Whenever he uh, kickstarts all this shit again, as he has the Necronomicon and he got too high with a hooker and read her part of it. And oh, yeah, I forgot that. that. Yeah, that's how it starts. He gets really high with this lady because 
and reads her some of the Necronomicon. Then, like, the next day, he's like, why is this weird shit happening? Then he finds... He flashes back and remembers. Remembers, and then he finds the Necronomicon with an empty baggie of, like... Or I think it's not empty. I think it's got little scraps and sticks and seeds. But he's just, like, in, like hanging, oh, yeah. hanging out of the Necronomicon. Then he's like, oh, fuck. But, yeah, that's, again, Ash being a flawed character, not doing the right thing. Now, here's my little theory I was going to yeah, say. Yeah, I, w- I want to hear the theory. Um, I've always... I, I took note, just sitting there watching, because I watched one each night, that he reshot the uh, you know, the first movie essentially three times, if you think about it, even though he kind of retconned for the second one yeah. with the friends not being there. But the show, they mentioned that the friends were died, because I remember... Or had died. I remember the town was always like, oh, that guy's... He had a little bit of an infamous thing around town that he might be a murderer. Here's my theory. Every iteration we've seen of Evil Dead, including the 2013 one and even the new one, because he time-traveled, he created a multiverse paradox. So every in- entry is its own universe, in a sense. Think yeah, about I mean, it. That way, that's why we get, we can have two endings. And like you said, they could always pick back up from uh, what they like better is the original ending. Yeah. Because I was like, ooh, that would explain why he suddenly has... Linda looks different in the third one when they rehash for two minutes instead of eight minutes. Yeah. I was like, okay, that could kind of work. Yeah. And it would kind of explain a weird way why Rami felt the need to reshoot it each time. I guess just so you wouldn't have to have seen the first ones to watch the sequels. That's possible, too, but I'm like, I feel like he did that for a reason, to take the time to reshoot. I, I would just chalk it up just so you wouldn't have to watch the originals and you could just watch the movie as a whole. Yeah, I just don't know why he would do go that far, though. But mm-hmm. that's just my theory, because that would explain why he shows up in the credits of the 2013 one and the Delta being there and also being old. Because it shouldn't be there, because it goes back... As per scary, or the funny, or... Yeah, it's... It's there in the scary universe, and it's not there in the funny universe. But you get what I'm saying? Like it's all mul- it's all different universes each time, unless the 2013 one's just a direct sequel to the first one. That's how I would treat it. Yeah, I mean, since the Delta is still there, but he shows up in the credits for some reason. The 2013 one, and that could be just a jokey thing. But I'm like, well, they did put I, him in there. I think it's just a jokey thing, oh. even though he should have been in the fucking movie. Oh, that's that's my way to get around everything is everything's just like a reboot, but not really a reboot. It's its own universe because we were talking the three books. I guess because we watched that fifth one, it got me thinking. Yeah, about the whole three books, and I was like, hmm. yeah, because the third one had the had the bitey book. Yeah, the bitey bat book had the sucking book, and then I guess the regular book. And I'm kind of thinking after watching the third one, the Sucky Book, the Sucky Book might have been the book from the uh, from the second movie that sucked them back in yeah, time. Yeah, actually, that's a good point. I didn't think about that. Yeah. I guess just with the time travel, and I'm like, that's why I was thinking, is he some sort of time lord? No. He's just straight up dude fucking up deadites. Oh, yeah, just. He's El Jefe. I don't, know. I don't think it's too bad of a theory. No. You but that's the only way I could get around it, because the original one, I thought he died initially the first time I saw it. 
I just assumed it would have dead-eyed his ass and he would run off and do dead-eyed shit. Yeah, I mean, but I guess that would explain why he never came back for the Delta in the 2013 one. I don't know. We need, But there might be something from the comics I'm missing, too. I could be missing a chunk. Yeah, because the comics get fucking crazy because eventually there's, like, I think the coolest-looking one that I've, I haven't read but I've read about and seen things about it is the Freddy versus Jason versus Ash. Yeah. Where Freddy wants a Necronomicon and it uses Jason to go get it. Which the Necronomicon is in uh, Jason Goes to Hell. Is it in that locker scene? No, it's in the some chick's house. But but straight up it is like the actual prop Necronomicon huh. from uh the second movie, I believe. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Or there is no book in the yeah, second movie. Yeah, there's no book movie. in the third one. What? There is no book in the second movie. Or the third one. Sorry, I'm trying to remember when Jason goes to hell. Are you saying it's in Jason Goes to Hell or it's in Freddy vs. Jason? I didn't say anything about Freddy vs. Jason. Okay, so Freddy goes to hell. Yeah, he goes to hell. I think that Jason was 93. I just remember there's that locker scene in that movie where, like, in the police locker where there's a Chucky doll... Uh, Freddy's hand, uh, I think a Shatner mask. Are you talking about Freddy versus Jason? No, Jason goes to hell. That I don't know. Maybe I'm confusing the movies. Yeah, I just know there is a lock. There's a police locker scene with the memorabilia in it, and I want to say it's Jason goes to hell because it'd be it'd be kind of dumb to tease a Freddy glove in a movie that Freddy's already in. Well, the Freddy's hand comes up at the end of Jason Goes to Hell and carries yeah. Jason's mask down. Yeah, I knew that part. Okay, I was say, well, we'll just look at uh, for it in a second. But I, I, did not, I don't know what you're talking about with the Chucky doll and the Michael Myers mask. It might just be like the Myers. I just remember there, it's, it's the glove and a mask, and maybe it's not maybe it's not fucking Chucky. Maybe it's like a Bloody hook. I don't know. It's just... It was just we'll no- have to look it up because now I'm intrigued. Yeah. But uh, you want to rate this one get out of here? I'll give this one uh, a 9.5 out of 10. Fair enough. Just because I like the other ones more. I'll give this one a 7.5 out of 10 because I like the other two better too. Yeah. Um, again, just the second one's just the perfect... Blend for balance. me. Well, just in terms of just movies, I think it's like the best made one too, in a sense. Like all the battle shit's cool in Army of Darkness, but Army of Darkness is straight up funny to me. It it is super. Good I mean, it's goofy, but in in the best way possible. Yeah. And like the creature effects are cool. I just don't ever remember really being scared actually in Army of Darkness. Yeah, no, nah, there's not really any any scary bits. I guess maybe the shit with. The, t- the little lashes and then like splitting off into a separate version of yourself. That's a, that's kind of fucking terrifying, but it's played for laughs the entire fucking time. Yeah. Cause he's just like, more, Oh God, there's an eye on my shoulder. Yeah. I guess it's more of a, just get lost in thought and think about it for a while. It's scary, but nah, nah. Well, Ashy Slashy, you want to get out of here? Yep. And now we're going to next, we're going to review every episode we're going to do two episodes for every episode. episode somehow. Yeah. All right. Go check out the all the Evil Deads, but especially the trilogy if you, if you can't watch the other two. Yeah, just watch the originals. 
All right, and, and the TV show, and and the TV show, and whichever ending and you can you. find of uh, Army of Darkness. Peace, everyone. Bye.